This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. We have already learned the week of Tishabav, Shavuah Shechalbo Tishabav, begins, of course, the beginning of the week, and we learned the Machlokas till when it continues. One opinion in the Gemara was that the week is really a week from the beginning of the, of the week till the end of the week. However, we Paskin that Shavuah Shechalbo is from the beginning of the week, but it ends with Tisha B'Av. We've already explained that Rav Salavechik understood that the minhagim of Shavuah Shechalbo, or for the Ashkenazim, the entire nine days, are considered like Shloshim. Be that as it may, it ends with Tisha B'Av. However, Shulchan Aruch has a minig that we've accepted. B'tisha B'av, Le'es Erev, says the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Tov Kufnun Ches, that the fire was lit, Hitzitu Eish Beichal. The night of Tisha B'av, the fire was lit. And it burned until the 10th of Av, until Shkia of the 10th of Av. And we remember that Rabbi Yochanan said, had I been there at the time they declared the fast of Tishbav, they established the day of Tishbav, I would have preferred to fast on the 10th day than the 9th day because the main part of the building, Rav HaEichal, was burned on the 10th. So the Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber says, therefore there is a, a minak kasher. There is a, a fine minak, a minak kasher, not to eat meat and not to drink wine, the entire day of the 10th. The night of the 10th, that means the night right after Tisha B'av, and the entire day the next day. The Ramah says, V'yesh machmirim ad chatzot The people that are machmir, the custom is to be machmir until chatzos, the midday of the 10th, but not more than that. Now, this minik is a minik kasher, and it seems a very widespread minik. Of course, it's mentioned in the Ramah, and I don't know if the Sfaridim have not accepted this minik, because the, according to the Sfaridim, according to the text of the Mechaber, it should be the entire day of the 10th. The Ramah says the custom is only until the Chatzos. Now, if we would study the language carefully of the Shulchan Aruch, it seems to be only for eating meat and drinking wine. The Shulchan Aruch says, there is a minakasha not to eat meat and not to drink wine. In fact, if we'll look carefully in the Shulchan Aruch itself, you'll see that it says that you're allowed to wash right after Tisha B'Av. In the laws of uh 
of the Shulchan, in the, in the Shulchan Aruch itself, and which is quoted by the Mishnah Bura, that if you look earlier in the Shulchan Aruch, you're really allowed to wash and do the other forbidden things on Tisha B'Av, you're allowed to do earlier. If you look in Simon Tav Kufnun Aleph, Siv Dalit, it says that La'achar Atanis, after the fast day, Mute L'saper L'chabes Miyat, you're allowed to take your haircut, you're allowed to wash your clothes immediately. So it would seem that the Shulchan Aruch thinks that this Minna Kasher only applies to, to meat and wine. But all the other customs are going to be completely mutter the moment Tisha B'Av is, is over. However, the Mishnah Bura says, But even though it's not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch, many achronim, quote the Maharshal and others, that say that the custom is not to go to the baths and not to take haircuts and do the laundry. The Bir Halacha quotes and explains what he said before. But he quotes other Achronim who said that if you'll study the text of the Shulchan Aruch as we did, we'll see that the Minikash applies to Basavayayim, but it doesn't apply to Rechitzavetisparet. So the Mishnabura ends Kashelahakirbaza. It would be difficult to paskin the lenient opinion which does seem to be what the Shulchan Aruch says, because certain Achronim pask in this way. Now, in terms of the halachic definition of the Tisha B'Av being over, so if we gave the proposition that there's a concept of Yud Beis Chodesh and Shloshim, so after Tisha B'Av it seems that the Minik Kasher would be not to eat meat and to drink wine. In other words, the Zeche L'Churban, and we pointed out that the eat, din of eating meat and drinking wine is not because of Avelus. It may be because of Zeche L'Churban. So that, the Zeche L'Churban, would continue until the afternoon. But the Isra of Rechitza and, and uh, Kibus, if that's based on Avelus, then really it should be Mutter. Avelus is over. There's just a din of Zeche L'Churban. For example, no one said that the other laws of Tisha B'av should apply after Tisha B'av. It's only the customs of the nine days that you're not allowed to eat meat and drink wine to do the laundry. That continues. So it could be that it's not because of Avelis. It's only Zechel Echurban. In any case, the accepted minig is to really refrain from all the above until Tisha B'Av in the af- until the 10th of Av in the afternoon. An interesting kula was suggested by Rav Moshe Steinbach, who generally, in my opinion, is Machmir. Here he proposed a kula that I found rather interesting. He said that the din of Rechitza and Kibbutz is not because of Avelis at all, but it's because of a, of a type of a riboy simcha, not to indulge in frivolity and something uh, that uh, seems to be a source of happiness. 
So he offered a suggestion that only Rechitza B'merchatz is Aser. To actually go to a, a bath, to go to a public place where there is some sort of uh, camaraderie involved in the in the Rechitza, that would be Aser. But he thought that taking a shower, uh, taking a private bath, he thought is, is Mutter. If people ask me personally such questions, I'm inclined to be Mekil because let's remember that the Mechaber and the Ramad never said it's Aser to do, uh, to take baths or to, to do the laundry. It's true, it's a Minakasha. The Mishnabur said, I find it difficult to be Mekil. But an, uh, any unusual circumstance would uh, seem to me that you could find a Heter. And of course, this question would be relevant more this year than other years. Because this coming year, Tisha B'Av will be on Thursday. And the, the, the Shulchan Aruch also says when, if Tisha B'Av is on, is on Shabbos, what to do. But when Tisha B'Av is on Thursday, so then Achronim were matir because of Kavit Shabbos. And the Mishnah says, for example, Keshachal Tisha B'Av B'yam Chamishi as Yom HaSiri Erev Shabbos now, what are you allowed to do if Tisha B'Av is on Thursday like this year? So for sure, Rechitza and Kibos uh, to uh, to do the laundry, that would certainly be permitted on Thursday night. Because in order to do the laundry, it takes time and effort, whatever it is, you should, can start Thursday night. Would that mean the other laws also should be abolished Thursday night? Well, eating meat and drinking wine... I think for sure the day of the, the day of Tisha B'av is really usher in meat and wine in any case. But the laws of uh, taking haircuts and taking shaves, one might argue, would covered Shabbos be matir that on Friday morning, that I think you could find a place to be makeil. A person can go get a haircut in the morning. Would that, would you be allowed to do it the night before also? Because you could say, what is, what's the advantage of taking a haircut Thursday night when you can take it Friday? Certainly in terms of shaving, if a person shaves Thursday night, he probably would shave again for Kavit Shabbos. So could you be make ill in such a case? Uh, there are, uh, I think, reasons to be make ill, but one should ask uh, a Shaila of your Rav in such a case. Eating meat Thursday night, I think, is Aser. Friday morning, I don't see why that should be mutter the Kavit Shabbos. To taste the food, that might be mutter in any case. If a person's cooking for the Kavit Shabbos and you need to taste the food for whatever reason, then I think you could be making it for sure, and maybe in general, but certainly when Tisha B'Av is on Thursday and you're cooking on Friday the Kavit Shabbos. So we've seen that Tisha B'Av, in a sense continues, at least for certain halachas, continues after Tisha B'Av. So, when does Tisha B'Av actually begin? So, one would think automatically that Tisha B'Av begins the night of Tisha B'Av. But of course, the laws of Sudam of Sekras and the laws of Erev Tisha B'Av here come into play. The Mishnah in Tanis says that on Davchavavam that you cannot eat meat and drink wine Erev Tisha B'Av. Now, 
the minig that we have is not to eat meat and drink wine the entire week. So therefore, this din is really not that relevant. But nevertheless, it's interesting to understand the reason why the, why the Mishnah said you can't eat meat and drink wine during uh, the, the, the Erev, Erev Teshubah. Now, the simple reason would seem to be that the idea that we use for the entire week, we've discussed the custom of not eating meat the entire week, might be based on the fact that Kaddish Baruch Hu's table, as it were, is empty. There are no karbanas. There's no wine when our Kaddish Baruch Hu's cup, the Nesachim, are not being offered. So it would be inappropriate for us to eat meat and drink wine when our Kaddish Baruch Hu, as it were, with his table is and cup are empty. If that would be true, then the, and that's the real halacha that's mentioned in connection with Erev Tishabaf. So one might really argue and discuss, and in fact this is mentioned in Postkin, but we won't go into the details, that not all meat would be usser, and not all wine should be usser, only meat and wine, which would be appropriate for the purpose of kabanas. For example, why would chicken be included? Our minig is that uh, you don't eat meat and, or, and chicken is considered meat for this purpose, that we don't eat chicken during the nine days at all. But if you learn that it's only because of Karbanas, one might have argued and said that uh, chicken should be mutter. The uh, tour, when he quotes this halacha, says that the purpose is to have a, a sensitivity of Avelis. I'm eating a meal, but I am reducing the concept of simcha. Let's remember that an Avel himself is allowed to drink wine. But we say that in order to refrain, the idea of refraining from wine, Erev Tishabav, is because of really lowering the feeling of festivity of a meal. In the Shulchan Aruch, where it says that you're not supposed to drink wine, so Achronim point out that even to drink um, other types of drinks, which certainly are not forbidden, but one should not indulge it too much. In Simon Tovkuf Nun Beis, the Ramah says, the Shulchan Aruch says, you should not eat meat, not drink wine, you not. we don't even eat two different uh, types of cooked food. The Ramah says, V'af mashkim any type of drinks a person should drink less than he usually does. So you should drink less than you usually do. So the idea of the Sudam Afsekes, according to this, doesn't seem to be the meat, eating meat or drinking wine that Avelus really starts in a sense, that it's different than the nine days. It's just a minig not to eat meat and drink wine the, during the Sudam Afsekes because of miyut of simcha. The din of tutavshilim is a minig that one, I think this is the accepted minig also, that people generally have a sudam afsekis where they only eat a piece of bread and uh, an egg or something like that, which is a symbol of mourning, and dip the egg in ashes and sit down on the floor and eat the meal. Let's talk for a minute about the tutavshilim. The this minik, of course, is based on the concept of it's a suda savelim. It's the, the suda 
itself is somehow, we'll get to it more, but somehow even a, a type of an Avelis, the the uh, custom that I think is generally accepted today is fi- found in the Ramah. The Ramah says the custom is to eat a real meal, Yudavimincha, and then you eat Sudam Afsekis. And in the first meal, you actually eat a, a fine meal, Laharbos Ktsas Besuda Rishonah says the Ramah to add a little bit more food to the first meal in order to fast well. And he quotes a medrash and etc. And he says, if a person is machmir, he could be called a kadosh, but it's an acceptable minig. Doruch HaShulchan questions this minig. And he, in an interesting comment, he mentions the Ramah was an Oiv Yisrael. The Ramah was worried about the customs of Yisrael and about the health of Bnei Yisrael. So the Ramah was inclined to be mekil. But the Doruch HaShulchan says it really should be machmir. Now, the Din that we've, that really would imply that Suda Mavsekes is not just a din of, uh, Mimatim Basimcha, of lowering the Simcha, but it might actually be a din of Avelus, is found in the custom of sitting on the floor during this meal. Now, the Shulchan Aruch says in Tav Kofnun Beis Sivzayin, it's a minig to sit on the floor during Suda Mavsekes, but in a comment, in a gloss, it's added in the name of the Rambam, but you don't have to take off your shoes. What is this custom of sitting on the floor? Where does this custom come from? Now the Rambam has it in Perakei of Hilchos Taniyos, Perakei Halachazayim. The Rambam says, That Erev Tishabav begins, etc. Then he continues with Halacha Ches, what you eat. And Halacha Tes, he says, Zui Midas Kol Adam, She'inam Yucholim Nisbo Yosemidai. He says, this is the accepted practice for most people. Aval, Chasidim Arishoni, Kachay Samidat Midasam. The pious, the early generations, the pious early generations had a custom as follows. They used to bring a person, a, they used to bring him a dry piece of bread, a salted piece of bread, wet it a little bit. He sat by the stove. And he drank water. In a state of worry and a state of desolation. And crying. As if a dead person, your relative, one of your krovim, would be lying before you. What we would call aninus. This is really what's appropriate for a Tamit Chacham to do. And the Ramam says in an unusual comment, this was my custom, this is what we always did. Now, so this Sudam Afsekes could be 
understood as a type of aninus that as we discussed the laws of the three weeks begin with Avelis of 12 months, continues till Avelis of Shloshim, and then for a certain concept or a certain idea, the meal of, of Tishabav, the Arab Suda Mavsek is, 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 is like a Suda Vaninus. But it's of course not really a Suda Vaninus, because in Aninus, a person wouldn't bench. A person is, would be, would have to refrain from doing mitzvahs. And of course, to sit, to sit on the floor, it may be somewhat like Aninus, but no one is going to say that you're actually an Onain, or the, have the Minhagim of an Onain, because as I said, of, of, of course you bench. In fact, the Minig is to make sure you bench without a Mizumin, in order not to have a group eating together, in order not to create a, a Zimun. But, certainly, a person would bench. So when we talk about Suda Mavsekas, and we said there are two possibilities of understanding it. One, it's, it's a Suda, almost like Avelus, or it's just a law of being Mimayit Basimcha. One of the questions would be, do the Dinim of Avelus actually begin earlier? Do other concepts really begin before, before the time of Tishabav? If we say that it's somewhat like a din of Aninus, then you would have to question, till when is this over? How, do, how long does it last? And as I said before, we do bench. Now, th- there's a tshuva in the Chumas Hadeshen that discusses these laws and suggests that the reason for Not eating two tafshilim is because it's a suda shefela, a poor meal. In the Gemara, there's a machlokes if you require kfiyas hamita at this time. We don't do this custom at all. But in the time of the Gemara, they used to overturn the bed. Kfiyas hamita, exactly what they did has to be understood how their furniture was arranged and what they did. But it's called kfiyas hamita. We don't do this any longer. But would the Kviya Samita apply at this time? We pass in that it does not apply Kviya Samita. So therefore, even though the Ramam said, Hu Yoshev, Ki'ilu Shemeso Mutalafanov, he doesn't really mean it's Meso Mutalafanov, that you're a no-name. He means that it's like a Sudavaninus. We pass in, there's no Kviya Samita, and therefore we actually do pass in, that after Suda Mavsekes, a person can sit on a chair. The Shulchan Aruch says that you do not sit on a chair in the Suda Mavsekes. When the Ramah said, you don't take off your shoes, the Mishnah Brura said, Ain Avelis Noegad Alayla. It's not that Avelis started. The idea of sitting on the floor is to make it a Suda Shefela. But the Mishnah Brura paskind, Ain Avelis Noeg Belayla. And therefore he said, And therefore a person can sit on a bench, you can sit in a regular chair. It's not that Erev Tishabav, the entire laws of Tishabav change. The entire laws of nine days change. There's a concept of a suda shfela. But you're certainly allowed to wear 
shoes until you begin, until you actually begin Tishabaf. And of course, there's a whole discussion if a person eats a meal on Tishabaf afterwards, what, after you finish the meal, before the time of Tishabaf, what should you do? Which we'll discuss in another context in a few minutes. The other law that applies to Erev Tishabah, besides the special Sudam Avsekes, would be an interesting halacha found in Tafkuf Nun Gimel, Sif, the end of the uh, Sif Beis, the Ramah says an interesting concept. Noagu shelalumot be'erev tishabav mechatzos ve'elech kimadvarim amutarim betishabav. We know that on tishabav a person is not allowed to learn. You're not allowed to learn regular Torah, which is considered misameach. It's considered causing happiness. Pikudei Hashem Yisharim misamche life. The laws of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are straight, and they cause the heart to gladden. So therefore. Shulchan Aruch rules, of course, in Tafkuf Nandali that you cannot learn on, on Tishbav only certain appropriate things for Tishbav are permitted on Tishbav. Now, the Ramah says that this law applies Tishbav in the afternoon as well. So you see that besides the concept of Shavua Shechalbo, there is an extra element in Erev Tishbav. It's not that you can say a person is really an Onain at this time. As I said, you are chayiv in mitzvahs. The Easter of learning Torah it seems to be based on the fact that simcha at this time is inappropriate. So eating meat and drinking wine, according to the din of the Gemara, are one manifestation of simcha. That's forbidden. Even to sit on the floor at this time is a manifestation of simcha or cre- the idea of creating a, a suda shvela, and it's not permitted. But it's, the Ramah says, you really should not learn on Tishbav in the afternoon. Now, the Mishtabura has a rather lengthy comment about this custom, and he points out that the Gra says, this is a Chumrah Yaseira. This is an unnecessary Chumrah. And the Marshal said that he actually learned himself after Tishbav, after Tishbav the afternoon, and he said that he would be matir this for everybody. Let's remember, the Mishnah Bura points out, what do people do when they don't learn what they're normally out to learn? Many people, says the Mishnah Bura, especially when he, in the Bir Halacha, I would have thought that today we really should permit people to learn not only Tishabav in the after, Erev Tishabav in the afternoon, but even on Tishabav. Because today, unfortunately, what do people do on Tishabav? They take walks, they stam, are inv- involved in regular, what they call Suichaschul, in regular discussions. And even people who know how to learn a little bit behave in such a way. Says the Bir Alacha, quotes the Bir Alacha, it's obvious to me that in such a situation, it would be better to learn. If, he quotes Yerushalmi, that Rav Abba Bar said, if I could find somebody that would agree with me 
and be counted with me, I would be Matya Malachan Chalamoy. Because today, the people uh, just waste their time. So here he felt that it really should be mutter to learn certainly Erev Tishabaf. He says, however, the Biralacha in a very, very uh, conservative type of uh, approach says, to learn actually in Tishabav, since it's mentioned in all the postcom that's us, I would find very difficult to be matir. And again. A person who is meticulous in Allah should be really careful not to involved in be involved in frivolous activity and uh, should be should refrain from any action on Tishabav or Erev Tishabav which is somehow involved in Simcha. It's well known that there's a discussion about this point on Erev Tishabav, even if it's on Shabbos. When Tishabav is on Shabbos, when t- the ninth of Av is actually on Shabbos and we fast on Sunday, so in the afternoon there's a discussion if you really can learn at this time. <coughs> the, <coughs> the Ramah continues that if Tishabav is on Shabbos, you don't even say Pirkei Avos on, on Erev Shabbos. Here, again, there's a triple reason to be Mekel. First of all, it's Shabbos. Secondly, even Erev Tishabav, a person should be, could be Matir. And as I said, the Mishnah Berurah says, uh, if we, we people had Koach, we, maybe we should be Matir to learn even on Tishabav itself. It's well known that the story of the Beis Halevi in this connection. The Beis Halevi was approached by one of the modern people of his time and said the problem with Orthodox Jewry today is that you're very stringent in halacha. You're a big machmer. And if people, you could find places to be mekil, perhaps you'd have much more influence with people. The, the Beis Halevi's response is well known that he said he's not a machmer at all. In many cases he's mekil. Many times he finds a, line, a lenient opinion. So the the person was rather surprised to hear this, and he said to him, "What uh, what's an example of a lenient opinion that you give?" So the the Beis Halevi said many cases that look to the person really strange as kulos, but the Beis Halevi said it with apparently with a straight face. These are my kulos. One of the kulos would be if Tishabav at least when Tishabav is on, on Shabbos. Even though there are people who are machmir and say you're not allowed to learn, I'm mekel. And I say you are allowed to learn Tishabav on Shabbos in the afternoon. Whether the Beis HaLevi would say this in a regular Erev Tishabav is debated in some of the books that quote the story. But as we said, there is a great reason to be mekel because Tishabav does not really start until Tishabav. The laws of Tishabav begin, the beginning of Tishabav and the end of Tishabav. We've discussed today halachas that continue after Tishabav, as well as certain halachas that come before Tishabav. So, we are almost up to now, actually the beginning of Tishabav. We've learned the Shavua Shechalbo, we've learned the Dinim of Shloshim, we've learned the Dinim of Yud Beis Chodesh of the entire three months, the laws after Tishabav, the laws before Tishabav, and now we will begin to learn the laws of Tishabav, but again, as we've said in the past two weeks, we hope that this is a theoretical discussion, 
These days should be changed to days of happiness when certainly we will be allowed to learn and keep regular days and not have to mourn any longer.